everyone. I am Carla Jakubovic, hostess of the Swiss Learning Podcast, and thanks for listening. Swiss Learning represents 13 prestigious schools in Switzerland, and they're experts at finding the right fit for each student. On this podcast, we will showcase alumni from each one of these schools to share their success stories and insights with you. Today, I'm incredibly thrilled to welcome Arkadiusz Likus, an alumnus from Institute of them Rosenberg. Arkadiusz is a visionary and business icon who has revolutionized the retail industry. He owns and manages the biggest department store in Eastern Europe. Arkadiusz, I'm so happy to have you on the show. Could you please introduce yourself to our listeners? Hello, Carla. Pleasure of mine. Arkadiusz Likus from Warsaw. Pleasure to meet you all. Wonderful. Arkadiusz, tell us how you ended up in Switzerland. Whose idea was it for you to study over there? It was, uh, it was a very uh, brave idea of my parents in the beginning of the 90s uh, to send us, uh, uh, me and my sister, uh, to a boarding school at a very, very early age at this, uh, at this time. I, I am aware of the fact that right now, kids go into board, uh, to boarding school uh, being six or seven. Yeah. Uh, at the beginning eight, uh, of, of, of 90s, uh, it wasn't the case. So I was 12, my sister was 11. Mm -hmm. uh, so basically, uh, uh, basically my, uh, um, our parents uh, uh, decided that we, uh, we need to search for, for a better future outside of Poland. And that's how we ended up in, in, in Switzerland. What are your favorite memories from Rosenberg? It's basically, you know, I've, I've been I've been to Rosenberg for seven years, and uh, as uh, you can imagine, uh, uh, from day one uh, I hated it because it was the first time uh, 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 to 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 um, go out of of, of, of parents' home for mm -hmm. longer than summer vacation. Uh, but I learned to like it and then to love it, and for uh, uh, now I treat. Uh, uh, the school, a little bit of mine, as as my as my second home, and uh, uh, that's why that's why that's why uh, my two kids. Uh, I hope uh, uh, they will they will end up and end up there there as well. But uh, but basically, I I am of the, uh, one of the kids that that uh, um, from hating the school, I learned to love it. And uh, honestly, to say, I would go to my final grade uh, again to spend last. Uh, That's family. awesome. That's awesome. That's what we often hear: that you cry on your way in because you don't want to stay, and then you cry on your way out because you don't want to leave, right? Exactly. Exactly. It was. It was exactly the, uh, the same with me. Although I must say, I was really happy to to to, to finish school and go uh, go go to the university. But uh, now, from the perspective of time, it was really uh, probably the best time of my uh, of my life. You know, all the loves, all the relationships, meeting people from so many different countries, cultures. This was impossible in Poland uh, of the 90s. So, so, so it was an amazing, amazing experience. It is. It really is. Uh, what are some of your hobbies? What, are, what were your favorite things to do on campus? So basically, uh, on uh, what I did on campus, I was doing sports. Sports, sports, sports. Nice. <laughs> it was it was definitely it was definitely my my favorite thing to do. I was in a in a, a football team. I was in a basketball team. In a snowboarding team. In a, a tennis team. So basically, I did as much sports as as it would be possible. Uh, um, basically, basically, if if I would have to name one, it was it was it was definitely sports. Yeah. Okay, here's a good one for you. 
if you could have had one superpower during your time at Rosenberg, what would that have been and why? Uh, uh, um, probably it would be flying because it would allow me to escape uh, to, to, to the town uh, more often. <laughs> and I'm not going to say any, any more because there is, uh, there, there is a lot I can, I can actually, <laughs> actually tell about it. Uh-huh. But it, speaking about leaving campus, like, did you feel that, you know, when you were a student there, that you had the opportunity to explore Switzerland or explore neighboring countries and do, you know, excursions and expeditions with, with the school? Do you, do you have memories of exploring and doing things outside of campus as well? Oh, definitely, definitely, definitely. At Rosenberg, we uh, basically visited the whole the whole uh, uh, country. So I can easily say that I know Switzerland better than I know Poland. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, and thanks that this is this is thanks for the, to, the, to 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 school. When it comes to exploring the city, it was a little bit more difficult since uh, since the school uh, didn't want us to. Uh, uh, I mean, it was not allowed to. To spend evenings in the town, but uh, but we managed somehow. <laughs> um, one of the common denominators that boarding school students share is that they're usually children of very successful parents, which often means they feel tremendous pressure to be just as successful. Did you ever feel pressured to succeed? I still feel pressure. So it's it's I'm I'm 42. I have a quite a substantial business, and I still feel pressure, since I believe that every generation should uh, uh, commit to an added value to this to this to this world. So I think I believe uh, I strongly believe in progress. Uh, so if my father has made something, I should be doing a little bit more, because only in this way there is uh, uh, added value. Uh, uh, for this world, or I, I am an added value for this world. Uh, 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 and my father did not enjoy a great education in a private school as I did. So actually, I should do a little bit more. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. but yeah, the, uh, 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 the pressure was always there. The pressure was always there. And let's, uh, let's uh, not kid us now. Uh, it's, it, I think, I think in most cases, most cases, uh, uh, it will be there. Whether you go to board, boarding yeah. school or not. If you if you go, and that's how how I felt, uh, uh, the pressure was even bigger. It's interesting for me to hear that you still feel pressured even after finding so much success, and 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 I think that's a positive thing because it keeps pushing you forward and 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 wanting to do to do more. However, what would ten year old Arkadiusz have said if, when he was cutting clothes for himself and for his mother in grey communist Poland, you told him one day? his stores would be making upwards of 100 million euros per year. Did you always dream big? Uh, not that big. Not that big. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, uh, um, the, the, the first department store that I opened was a really a dream come true, a child's dream come true. But I never expected the, the scale. Um, I never expe- expected the fact that in the middle of... Uh, of a pandemic, I will open a second department store in a, in a, in the next city in the uh, uh, in the other city. I will not need any financing for uh, to do it. Uh, uh, so so no, I would. Uh, I it was it was a dream come true, but uh, uh, I wouldn't believe it if you would tell me this even uh, ten years ago. Wow, and and what caught my attention is how fast you pivoted. 
you pivoted so well during the pandemic. Just after the initial two months of the pandemic, you were already open and ready for business in innovative ways, implementing the first luxury drive-through concept and using technology like WhatsApp and Zoom to, to the advantage of the business. What do you attribute your agility to? Is this a trait you learned from someone? I think I think the boarding school helps uh, uh, such ability because living with uh, 200, 300, 400 kids, you really live in a in a in a bubble. There is a world, and you have to somehow find a way to uh, uh, to function in 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 a world of uh, 20, 30 languages of uh, of um, of uh, 50 nations and so on. So I think. Uh, um, boarding school prepares kids unbelievably well because it gives a micro world that you have to exist in, and then you can you can bring it to, to a macro level once you start uh, mm -hmm. your work. So for me, every challenge is 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 uh, is, is, is something that, that that drives me to work harder to think more intense about the problem and to approach the problem from the right side. Because most of the time, uh, uh, people can define the problem. They cannot define the way to approach it. Because if you approach the problem at the, at the, uh, uh, from the right side, you can solve it quite, uh, quite easily. If you approach it from a wrong side, you can fight it Uh, but you will never succeed. And I think boarding school and the society of uh, of kids from different countries, different nations, different cultures, teach you how uh, uh, how to be flexible. And the flexibility is probably uh, the most important uh, uh, feature. And I wanted to ask you uh, because you know I read that uh, in 2020 during the pandemic you generated quote unquote only approximately 30% of sales for the same period in 2019 and that you fired zero employees and cut no wages, which I found absolutely remarkable. Is this accurate? It's uh, not exactly. So basic, basically, during the lockdown uh, months, we were, uh, with reshuffling that we have done uh, inside the company, with closed stores, mm -hmm. we managed to do 30% of the turnover of a previous year. Uh, uh, um, once the pandemic hit and we received the information that the stores will be closed, I have called my managers and uh, a day later I have written a letter to all my employees saying uh, I will not fire anybody. I will not cut any wages despite the fact that government allows to cut wages to the workers. But I expect all hands on board and let's tried to fight it together. The day after, all my workers showed up to work saying, Arkadiusz, tell us what to do. We are with you. We appreciate uh, your stance. Uh, and, and, we, and we fought it together. And, and we managed. It's remarkable because most companies' first reaction is to take the easy road out and, and order massive layoffs, right? It, it's, it's the quickest, easiest way to slash costs. And, and you manage to avoid that. How do you think investing in building a grateful team contributes to your success? It's, it's, it's quite crucial. So uh, I always tell my, uh, my employees that uh, Vitkatz as a department store is not 
is not the building is the is the is the people that work inside so my people uh, uh, had to change their attitude uh, uh, when i started to explain them that uh, uh, cutting a deal cutting a sale is not their priority so they were asking me what do you mean we are a store customers come to a store they purchase luxury goods and they leave the store this should be our our priority and i explained them for a long time no this is not our priority this is a derivative of our priority and our priority is for the customers to want to come and spend time inside the building if they want to come and spend time time in uh, in the building they will eventually spend money the if sale come will come only, as a consequence right exactly exactly if they only come to spend they will sooner or later go somewhere else if they want to spend time if they feel the uh, the, the the power of the community that we've built uh, uh, the fun uh, uh, of 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 the concept and 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 the uh, the maybe not a revolutionary uh, concept that that we have uh, concept that we have implemented inside vidcats but but definitely definitely uh, 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 brave ones that department stores did not implement before us definitely uh, inspiring uh, definitely inspiring absolutely uh, vitkas now is a is a decade old and you know now it generates an eight figure plus turnover but how about its early years was there ever a time where you were scared uh, definitely definitely you know vitkas was was as well a consequence of uh, of 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 business that i have started before and it started with a 90 square meter uh, a multi brand store with couple of brands then then uh, uh, then it built up to 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 stores all over poland and then vitkat was like the ultimate goal and i i have to admit that the first three years were unbelievably tough yeah. so uh, uh, every morning i woke up and thought okay will 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 the end come today? Is <laughs> today it, my last day? Exactly, exactly. So it was it was really tough. It was really tough. Uh, uh, but after after first five years, and then after uh, receiving uh, support from from a bank that 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 that, that, that believed in 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 what I am doing, everything uh, started to go quite smooth. Any advice to entrepreneurs who are navigating their early years of uncertainty? Uh, it would be cl- quite cliche, but uh, basically follow 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 your dreams and don't take uh, uh, anything from people around you. Uh, uh, I think that the biggest uh, uh, the biggest mistake is to get discouraged. And uh, remember that the ones that can discourage you the fastest are the ones that uh, love you or the ones that you love. So, so uh, always, always follow what you have, uh, what you have uh, uh, in your head. Uh, you can do well only this that you love. You cannot do. I wouldn't, despite the fact that my education is in finance, uh, uh, counting numbers or sitting in a big investment bank wouldn't make me happy, wouldn't make me rich as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, in my research to prepare for this interview, I got the sense that besides being super forward thinking, that you were also romantic. 
the name of your store was inspired by the name of a poet. You read philosophy at Warsaw University. Your store in Krakow is in a 17th century building. It just struck me as incredibly romantic. Is that a fair assessment or did I completely misjudge? Uh, no, maybe, maybe a little bit, maybe a little bit. I love, I love literature. I love, uh, I love philosophy. Uh, I, I, I went to, to, to study philosophy after opening Vitkat already. So Warsaw University is just around the corner from, from the store. So, so I went to lectures just in the middle of, uh, uh meetings or in the mid middle of, uh, or, or, or uh, uh, I took a break for two hours just to, just to go, just to go to, to 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 listen something interesting about uh, Kant, Wittgenstein, or or others. Uh, uh, I love poetry, definitely literature. So bringing all this together, maybe maybe I am a little bit little bit little bit romantic. And yes, uh, Wittgenstein was named after my favorite artist. Uh, that was a uh, little bit the Polish uh, Polish Da Vinci doing everything from theater to uh, paintings to photography to philosophy. Uh, uh, so yeah, maybe uh, maybe a, a, a romantic that understands uh, maths. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, a romantic that is very good with numbers. Arkadiusz, <laughs> uh, 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 we've come to the point of the podcast where I ask our guests for take-home value. If our listeners could remember just one thing from our conversation, what would you like for that to be? Um... Probably, probably that they should stand up uh, uh, for for uh, everything they believe in, and uh, and uh, um, definitely follow uh, to follow the path that 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 they have chosen for themselves. Because the most imp because they uh, only people can 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 be happy or can be good at something only if they do whatever they are good at. And and uh, I'm a best example of. Uh, of uh, uh, um, a family where my mother is uh, uh, was uh, uh, studying physics, my father mathematics. Uh, basically, uh, uh, how come? Uh, uh, and I was always approached, how come you sell clothes? <laughs> and it was it was always it was always uh, uh, um, ununderstandable from for, for my father uh, uh, that 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 I do something so trivial and so something that I shouldn't be doing after this. This university, this boarding school, and so on, and only after he realized what the scale of the business, uh, uh, then he realized, okay, maybe maybe it was it was it was the right decision. But if I would break, I would probably go somewhere else, and I would do something else. But I wouldn't be happy in it, and I wouldn't be good at it. And I think and I think that's that's the the the, the most important message for. Uh, uh, that I could do for uh, uh, give to 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 young young uh, uh, young students, although I wouldn't be willing to to teach anybody anything. <laughs> Arkadiusz, thank you so much for sharing your story with us and and your you know insights and advice. I really really appreciate having you on the podcast. Uh, if any of our listeners have any questions um, or wish to continue this conversation, can they reach out to you? Can they find a way to continue the conversation? Of course, uh, you can reach me uh, uh, very easily at arkadiusz.linkers@vidcats.com. I invite uh, invite uh, and and I'll, I'll try to I'll try to uh, reply to 
to any comments. I promise I will not my PA uh, reply. <laughs> Sounds great. And if anyone has any questions about anything else they heard on the podcast today, feel free to contact me at carla at swisslearning.com. Thank you. And until next time. Thank you.